Each man according to his flag and his banner by the signs of their father's house, Neged, Saviv, Mola, Mola, and Yafani. Over and again. Over or? Around the Olamole, they shall get. He may have Torah Hakidosha, he did keep. The Holy Torah is eternal. The Shayachet, the full eighth of the Holzma, and it is pertinent in all times. Ulahavin Hara Aspera, La Avoda Hashem Sarah, Hayotse Lana Mizaka. Let's try and understand a way to serve Hashem which comes out from the Hukim for us. How does it pertain to us? You may see, it is written by Yisru Mirafidim, by Yavo Mirafidim, that they traveled from Rafidim and they came to Midbar Sina at earlier time, Shemar. Here's Rashi's all. Rashi explains, The Torah compares their traveling away from Rafidim to their traveling to into Harsina. Just as they came to Harsinai in Teshuvah, so they traveled from the feeding in Teshuvah. The feeding is where they battled Amalek. So they left that battle in the state of Teshuvah. To explain this as it pertains to our Avodah Hashem. It is well known and understood. The whole Iker Briyas Adam Ba'olam that the purpose of the human being coming into this world, who rock the sakeim b'chinat hageshem shalos, b'nefesh is to rectify and fix our material being from the nefesh abahamis, meaning from the influence of the nefesh abahamis, our more animalistic and base tendencies. Give a good poetic translation of that could be all Israel because the second soul of the Jewish people, or people meaning our higher soul, our Neshama, it is a, a godly. Uh, Entity from the best. Our neshama really, in its higher level, doesn't require tikkun already, a very pure and holy thing. But our nefesh abahamis and our guf requires a tremendous amount of tikkun. The open the nefesh abahamis is who? The way we are misakim on Nefeshavahamis is by two means. Inyan Echad, the first one, Huvihiyos Komatsav Hagashmi, to take all of our physical needs and uh, actions, Kahila, Mishasiya, like eating and drinking with the Doma and the like, Rak Lashem Shemayim, for the sake of heaven. So endeavoring to lift our physical activities toward heaven and for the sake of heaven is a big part of our devotion, very big part of our devotion. The Yisnahik Lachol Hagashmi is 
rocket thought on that, right? That when we do have to be involved with physicality it's for the sake of necessity, Lahadro says to to strengthen the body and to keep it healthy. To serve God with strength and health. Below the not to simply fulfill one's desires in a self-involved way, just going to gratify myself without any higher purpose, but rather to really try to take the physical world and our own physical needs and gratify it but in a way which is serving a touch for us. You, you added the only. You didn't say only. You said not to gratify it. Right. But isn't there? I mean, is he is he implying though that the, you know that the, I mean, there's not a whole Indian that is particularly in Hasidus of having Hanan right. in this world. Right. That, that, that's a gift. Exactly. And then that's why I don't translate it that way, you know, in that, you know, I'm, I'm trying to take context, you know, and perspective that it doesn't mean, you know, to uh, be an ascetic, right. but rather that when, when, was, when one does enjoy the world, to try and do so the same to mind. I don't think he means that when he says it like that, that you have no joy. But rather, when you do enjoy it, that it should be in a healthy way. Right. We really, actually, the truth is, we have to, we don't hear a lot of the stuff. The simcha side, you know, the hanos side. Well, you have a lot about simcha, shomitzah, right. and the privilege of being able to serve a kachmurafu, and the importance of being uh, happy with oneself. He does address that a lot. If a person simply indulges himself, there's no higher purpose to their physical activities, then what happens is the nefesh habahamis starts to overpower our neshama that point within our heart of holiness. So much so that the neshama is, is in exile and in captivity uh, in the domain of, of the, the physical, the physical human being. Like we learned about a little bit last week, that the nefesh shvamakis just becomes completely buried in one's physical desires. So the more one indulges the physical without a higher purpose, the more it overtakes the neshama elokis, and that godly part of us is sent further into goals. Rag. Ulizos, is that right? Ulizos. Therefore, a person must sanctify themselves with that which is permitted, and now his lashon is, and to hate, to despise that which is physical. Now again, I don't think he means in that way 
I'm going back to Mark's question, but I would translate it as that which is physical for its own sake. But that's what he's talking about. To despise that physical indulgence if that's all that it is. And the, the, the idea of hatred is that that drives a person away from it. If I hate something, I'm going to keep myself away from it. So if I hate indulgence because I know it's bad for me, it destroys me spiritually, I'm much more likely to keep apart from it if I have that kind of emotion against it. Such a strong word. And that's the Russian Balatanya Lada also to completely despise Ra, completely. And that it should not have any room within us of uh, something like Ava. I mean, we, you know what I'm saying? You think where he was coming from and he's saying that culture came for us who were just most immersed in our culture. But he saw it coming. Very clear, he saw it coming. Rak Yasema Shitsurif Behefra Fakium Hakuf Surah Harona Sashandispura was to try and do that which is necessary to sustain the body to be able to serve Akhanishpura society, what we were called to be healthy. Try and keep strong, keep healthy, with the intention of serving God. The Zen Nikra Bethina Harsina. This is called Harsina. How is that so? That, that's a Kiddushnika concept there, that the idea of using Gashmias Lashem Shemai, that we heard before, but he says it's also called Harsina. How's that? Shadur Shufazal, the Bachamim learned in the Gemara and Shabbos. Lama Nikra Shemo Harsina. Why is it called Sina? Shayorda Sina Laumasal. So the shot here is that <coughs> hatred descended to the nations of the world. And the way that is usually understood is that because of our sin, <coughs> we are a despised people. Some understand that to mean because of the moral imperative that placed upon people. That now the world was, you know, a, an officially moral, ethical place where people were, were trying to strive for sanctity and kedusha. That that made a lot of people uncomfortable. That there'd be such a thing in the world. Oh, I see that. That's how it's often understood, but he has a completely different in, shot of it. Yeah. The obvious exception is Yisra. Right. And, uh, right. And, uh, so I wonder, do we have a Masora of any any nations in the that are uh, that are more inclined, more inclined. To, to like us than, uh, than other nations? I don't know. In terms of the Shivi Muma, if there are some who are more, uh, it's a very interesting question. We, we certainly even, have some we, where we you can. We certainly have an intuitive understanding that the descendants of Asa, that the, re, the reflex is the hand. The descendants of Ishmael, the reflex is the hand. Um, so I'm just wondering if we have any kind of understanding about nations who, are, who don't have that. Who might have uh, more, a little more favorably inclined, right? 
the Chinese. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. Well, what, what I'm thinking about when I saw it, I don't remember if I saw this or, or if it was the drafted when we were all in Washington for the rally for Israel. Mm -hmm. There was a, there was a uh, man from India there dressed in a Christian dress. And he had a sign that says, The world billion Hindus are with me. I now, so there's kind of an enemy of my enemy is my friend sort of thing going on there. But I just wonder, do we have any sort of any way of understanding? I don't know. It's a good question. Do we say that's where Andy's out? Yeah, some people um, say that from this Hazam. Although you had it beforehand, too, because Avram is like Yaakov, in particular Yaakov had his share of troubles by, by being a Hebrew. It predated, you know, Harsinai too, but I guess in terms of the nation, as a nation, a lot of people point to that. Uh, yeah. Avram also had friends amongst It might be a corollary also, but as the nations, it's more sunk in Gashmias. Woodgrove. Right. Right. So it is possible to say, and now he's going to say this Hazal in a different light. Sha'ulo Sa'olam, when it says here, Yorda Sina Lulo Sa'olam, Rome is Alkolinyanim Gashmi, that really is a broad term for all physical activity. Shehem Ote Kalkadim Mandalas, which is basically a major part of idol worship and the worship of the constellations, is the, the very uh, corrupt lifestyle that accompanies it. The Cholinyonim Gashmi, as we know, that the physical world receives its Chiyus funneled through the constellations and the stars. Kamaimur Chazal, as it says in the Gemara, I'm actually bring it down to the Zohar, excuse me. Ein lecha kol esav milamata, no, this is a Midrash Torah, she'ein lo mazol milamala, she'omer lo gadel, that there's no, not even a blade of grass down here which doesn't have a mazol, some kind of a spiritual influence, or some people call it a mala, from above, that tells it to grow. So that chiyus that comes to the world, of course it all comes from Hashem, but it's funneled down through the various layers of reality and finally through the stars and constellations into this world. That's what it means that hatred descended to the Akum. He says that that actually is are words of instruction for us that as a result of our Sinai, we should have Sina for Akum, not for Gentiles, but for an overindulgence in physical reality, that very base physical lifestyle, which is represented by Avodas Kosan. But that's words of Eitzah for us. Should Sorich Adam we snow calling Yonegashmi, Beloya Sokhahim, to involve oneself only according to that which is necessary. To 
be healthy to serve God. But I think that we are really on the other side of the, of the spectrum here. That we are very much in love with the physical world. Great much so. And we enjoy it and we take a great deal of pleasure in it. And it's a really hard thing for us to conceive of that in order for us to really be, be more objective about it, that we have to realize that the dangers of self-intelligence and physical reality. I don't think that we in our society have absorbed that point. We, we are in love with it. And he's saying, you got to hate it. And I, I think that the idea is that something that you hate, you stay away from. If you don't have that emotion of hatred or despising that, you stay away from it. It's not going to be fear. Sometimes fear will keep somebody away. But to know how bad it is for us, that can develop a hatred. It's like, um, you know, just to take a very physical example, but um, when, what's that chemical that they, uh, they use for alcoholics? And that's over five alcoholics. So you equate alcohol with this makes you sick. And then you develop in that method that you develop that aversion to it because you know it's how it makes you sick. And I think that's, uh, that's the idea here. Uh, we don't view the physical world that way. That way. That if, if I don't involve myself with this world properly, then it's not going to destroy the We haven't made that adjustment mentally. We're so hurtful. Yeah, that hurts. Yeah. But while doing that, I think it's maybe not where I'm lost with the material world, that it feels good. Good, good idea. Um, instead of carrying around our credit card, we should carry around our statement. Our monthly statement. You open go, oh, I hate this. <laughs> so that's the Sina that he's talking about. Zehu Shoamar David Hamelah, Allah Shalom, as David Hamelah says, Tahli Sina Sinesi. I have hated them, meaning the enemies of Hashem, the ultimate of hatred. Ubeza Ofen Yihiya Biachola Saadam Lagiya Bizak, Bibathinas Har Sinai, who are you day to Shuva Mayava? So how does one come to this hatred through love? Fascinating concept. Through teshuva me'ava, a love, a loving teshuva, <coughs> one reaches this. Kamoshakasuv ohave Hashem sinura, as we say every Friday night davening. Those who love God hate evil. But there's a real correlation here, and this is where the, the Balatanya really goes at length to talking about these two things go hand in hand. The more Ahavas Hashem one really has, the more Sinas Harat they have. The more 
they're in love with Ra, the more they cannot be in love with Hashem. That is axiomatic. Sinura. Ube'erech shehu ohev Hashem, ken yihiyye erech sinaso esara. To the extent that I love God, so too I hate evil. Not evil people, but evil. I hate evil. You know, I mean, we have, you know, <laughs> you know, one can love God, the best love to God, but, you know, there are times when one is, you know, sure I love God, but, you know, Will I do the things that you know are difficult that express that love? Right. And sometimes the answer is no. So, so that, it yes, seem they they would say that the love has not reached its uh, potential. That there's something lacking in our ahava. That it does not come into fruition through my that the higher levels of love would negate and overcome those Yitzharah moments. But that's a very lofty. Very lofty. Big I mean, the Pelioi. We're in the midst of this. Right. We're in the midst of this battle. You know? Right. And we don't, we don't reach that level. Right. And, uh, I, mean, I mean, we have, I, I have trouble with the word you know, we don't think of that as being a, a deep trope to hate. But, but we have to do to hate our own. Right. So when it comes to certain things, we do have hatred. I think that in general, we're just very uncomfortable with that emotion. That right. side of the emotion. Right. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> like, but the idea behind having a mitzvah of it is the idea that it too can be something right. in our motivation. Exactly. And I think also, just to take that a little further, that if we were to be the kind of mitzvah properly, then our hatred would be where it belongs, and it wouldn't be where it doesn't belong. I think we're afraid because our hatred goes into other areas. Right. We get angry, we start to hate somebody, some people, and then it starts to spread out. And right. that's not what the Torah wants, right. and then we're, we're, we become afraid of that which we should be. But if we were really in the right place, you know, and that's where it was directed toward Rob, I think that we would also be more comfortable with the emotion. I think what was nice that remind me of your dress a couple of weeks ago, but tolerance. Tolerance is, is really seizing <laughs> underneath. Right, right. The frustration. Right. We're, we're, you know, we're not even culturally expressed that we express it this Okay, so that's the first part. The Indian Hasheni, now the second part, the Indian, the Tiku Nefesh Abraham, is to try to misake our Nefesh Abraham. It's who, Agidei Ho'avdus B'Torah Utfila, is through our serving Hashem in learning and doctrine. So the first part was through our physical actions, and the second part is Torah Utfila. Sheyira Ho'adam Shalo Yihiyya Min Hasafa Udhuts, the careerus that a person should try and see to it that his davening and learning is not simply from the lips and outward, 
and not with coldness, uh, lack of slavs uh, and laziness. Shezehu bechinas refeeding. That's what refeeding is, where we were fighting Amalek. Maimur Chazal. They let go of Torah. They loosen their grip on Torah. And that he's understanding that emotionally. Right? That we were not emotionally involved with the Torah. Roughly, you think. So, so you're saying in an act of voice, I've always understood it in the passive voice, that their hands were weak as opposed to that they kind of uh, actively did it. That would be near poop. Would be so you so, so it's really implicit in the language that it's that it's active. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. It's too let go. It's too loose. Yeah. Okay. It's too let let something loose. Rak shayidaver But to become emotionally involved, to have life and yearning passion in one's words of davening and trying to let it happen, not to be inhibited by those things. And a connecting of the mind to the words, the makshava to the word, and that is directed toward God. How can one reach this? Who are you today to shuva and the Europe? This is through a different kind of shuva through tshuva from Europe. And whereas before, right, being able to direct the physical toward Hashem came from tshuva me'ahava, being able to direct Torah and Fila to Hashem, he says, comes from tshuva me'ira. Sheyusponen, we'll see, lifnei mihu mispala, to con- contemplate before whom are we davening, the King of Kings. That Hashem is constantly aware and in charge and knowing every aspect of me. The and to then be open to that awe that one has, the Ashuvel Hashem for their past deeds which were not proper. Then one will be able to daven with passion and So both of these things, which is Torah and Tila with passion, and the directing of Mais and Tovim Lashem Shemayim, both of those things are besakein the nefesh abaham. Shayihiya no seyam yirafidim v'lavo laharsinai kemavur. To leave refidim, meaning the uh, type of relationship with Hashem which is without emotion, and to come to harsinai. V'hineshnei hoinyanim elu tuluim zevazet. These two things are dependent upon each other. That the idea of being able to direct one, one's physical needs, L'shem Shemayim, that he calls Harsinai, 
is very much dependent on the Rafidim, on the amount of passion we have when we serve God. As it says, Amalek came and did battle with the Jewish people in Rafidim. When the Torah and Tefillah is non-emotional, let go of it, we're not involved, and it's a cold experience, only an experience of the lips, but then what happens, then Amalek comes. The Holy Nyonegashmi, and all of our physical involvements become a nefila, a lowering. And our more base form takes over our higher form. But I think this is an interesting uh, concept and a challenging one too. If a person is, I'm going to just use the word passionate. If a person is passionate in their Torah and Fila, then they're not as vulnerable when it comes to being involved in the physical world. And if a person is cold to their Torah and Fila, they become very vulnerable when it comes to the physical world. And what Mahshad on that is this, that the physical world is a very attractive place. And if we don't express our passions in Kedusha, then they're going to be expressed in the physical world. But if we've made an impression on ourselves that this is where our passions lie, and there's an emotional involvement with that, then the Mela, the attraction of the physical world, is lessened because we're, we're getting that. We're getting that charge in positive sense from Torah and Tila. If we're cold to the I'm going to say spiritual experience, then we're much more likely to be hot to the physical experience. It's got to find its expression somewhere. In, in uh, the contemporary study of emotion, more and more brain researchers are looking at emotions as essentially that which organizes cognition. So what, we're, what, what is available for us to think about is really kind of predetermined by whatever emotion happens to have sort of been initially processed and they happen in different centers of the brain.
And that's the idea of Amalek as Gematria's suffix, is that when we sort of loosen our kind of connection and awareness of God and connection to Noah, that's when we need to have a doubting only one? Only one? Oh, <laughs> at least one. <laughs> the next thing. <laughs> he says, Torah and Tefillah, that has to do with Shuva, uh, I mean, uh, the, uh, the year. But here he's talking about his lavus and passion. And, uh, we, usually, we usually associate that with Ahava. It's both. It's both. It's both. And what he's emphasizing here is that there is an, an emotional reality in Kedusha that comes out of Europe. Now, we're, we're accustomed to thinking about a kind of era that kind of stops us in our track, right. which is an important era. It's Yerat's state. It should stop us. Right. But he's talking about a kind of inspirational, or a rather inspiring kind of era when one thinks about the godless Hamore, you know, and how awesome that is. But that can create an emotion of this is really a significant, powerful thing that we're involved in. So it's emotional life. Is it possible that saying that the year is not opposite of Allah? In the sense, Yira can bring you to Allah. I would agree with this. And Allah to Yira. Constant flow back and forth. I think more of the opposite of Ava would be something like lack of feeling. Because emotion can't be an opposite. They're they're both emotional experiences. But yeah, careers is more, I think, the opposite. Then where does Sina fit in? We think of Sina. I don't think Sina is the opposite of Ava. Sina still involves, you know, passion. Right. And as we saw up here, that there's this, there's this pendulum here. That when you swing toward Ava, then the Europe, the, the, the Sina from Ra is, you know, it's, it's not a pendulum, excuse me. As, as the, the greater the emotion of Ava for Hashem, the greater the emotion of Europe for Ra. So I, I don't see that as opposites. I see that more as like a complete Right, experience. right. It makes a lot of sense now. Because if someone really hates something, you know that they are, their feelings are strong. Their feelings are right. It's, you know, it's... Uh, it's uh, it's Are pretty heavy duty. 
And I realized that all of my good stuff is dependent on the function So then it makes me think three or four times about going off uh, in a completely different direction. Okay, Ashoko, that gentleman. So, just kind of in sum, hate comes from love, and fear comes from weakness. So, I mean, fear overcomes weakness. 